Welcome to the SWBL podcast presented by 1356 Public House. And tonight I'm joined by my good friend, Chris Metter, uh, captain manager of the SWBL Twins, um, Platinum Hands winner, one of the most decorated players in Wiffle Ball history, Hall of Famer. Chris, how you been, buddy? Fantastic. How have you been, Brian? Oh, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Uh, busy trying to get everything ready and done by the time the season kicks off. So staying busy, but uh, looking forward to tonight and talking with you a little bit about Wiffle Ball and the Twins. And so we'll just jump into it. Um, you know, the first thing we're going to talk about is just, again, your roster and and how last year went as well. So starting that off season 20, you guys went seven and three, you won your division, uh, ended up not making the championship, but had a, a really nice season. Um so just talk, you know, reminiscing real quick, what, you know, what do you remember about last year? What kind of stands out about last year and uh, in, in your mind? Uh, last year, we actually, we went seven and three. We were actually seven and two at one point and we lost our first two games. So we won, we won seven in a row. Um, after the first two games, there were two really, really tough losses. And, um, you know, 10 games, not a lot of a uh, season. So, at that point, you're just trying to make the playoffs. You're just trying to go five and five or six and four. And uh, we just kept piecing together wins one at a time. And once we got to like five, six wins, we were we kind of realized we were going to make it. Um, but, yeah, starting 0-2 is not fun. I mean, it just, just puts a little more pressure on every game, every pitch, every hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think we did actually really well to, you know, we got lucky in a few games, but we fought back and put ourselves in the playoffs, which is what we want. And then we ran into the Yankees and they had a great game, a couple bounces, you know, that's how it goes. And um, the Yankees took it home after that. Yeah. I think yeah, I've been quoting, upset. Yeah, they were a juggernaut. They were great last year. And I think I've been quoting you, you, you said a couple bounces. You, you had said in a previous podcast, it's a, a funny plastic ball with holes in it. And you never know what's going to happen. You could hit a rocket, but right back to the pitcher, and it's just the way it goes. Right. I mean, it, it, there's a level of variance in the sport that you just you, you have to accept, and you just try to limit it. But things are going to happen that just you can't control. It's, it's a wiffle ball, you know. Yeah. Well, even with all that said, you guys still had a really solid year, going seven and three. Everybody talks about, you know, winning seven games is tough. Uh, winning eight games is really tough and then getting above that's almost impossible um but and you had you had three guys on your team um uh the main three of your lineup get into the top 21 for the the voting this year all of which came in the top 10 uh yourself coming in at eight spencer coming in at two and Corey coming in at six um so obviously you know you've got and then you've got the rest of your roster going into this season is the same. Um, you haven't added any pieces, haven't changed anything up. Um, so, you know, if, if you're looking at it from that standpoint, what do you think you need to do this year just to kind of get you back into that championship game? Um, we just need a little more, I guess, overall consistency. Um, that's easy to say. Yeah, especially um, when you have three top ten players, but yeah, it's easy to say, but that's that's everyone, you know. You can have a fantastic season, uh, but a lot of times it comes down to two or three at bats, which kind of determine the outcome of your weekend. And um, I think we all are victims of focusing a lot on, uh, you know, the stats as a whole, 
and the weekend as a whole. But if you were to break it down and really look at it, each player has about, you know, four to six at bats in a season that are going to make or break your season. Each one of them has them. Um, it's not that the other at bats aren't important. It's just um, there's a couple that are, are more important. And yeah. so you just try to limit those at bats. You know, if you never have to be in those situations, you don't need to get fortunate. You just, you know, yeah. Um, but that comes from putting yourself in good situations, getting up early, scoring early. If you're the away team in the playoffs and you don't score, that's I bet if we had stats on that, it would be awful. If you're the away team and didn't score on the top of the first, mm-hmm. I yeah, bet it would be something to think about. I would bet it'd be a terrible winning percentage. Um, and uh, vice versa, if you're the away team and you're winning after the first inning, I bet that's a pretty fortuitous stat as well. So, yeah, just put yourself in good situations and hoping for the best. Yeah. You know, you, you had said something and I was just going to make a point too, to say like individual seasons can be recognized and are ide- ideally recognized and not overlooked. But I think there's something too to, to doing it together at the same time, right? You can have a guy who goes, I mean, Chris or uh, Spencer is a great example. He won an MVP on six games, right? Now, granted, you guys won the championship, maybe not the best example. However, like if you have a guy who, you know, the first four games is tearing it up and then goes cold for a couple of games and maybe the other guys start playing better, but you're going down, it makes those games even tougher versus if they're all playing kind of in sync and maybe not playing at the ultimate high level all the time, but just under that, but all three of you doing it, it, it can, it, that's a big difference versus one or two guys carrying your team for every game. Yeah, I agree. Constantly. Yeah, I agree. And, and a lot of um, a lot of the things that are required to win are not going to be recognized and not going to even be seen. We don't even keep playoff stats. And even if we did keep stats, a lot of the at-bats that win you championships are just not – they're not going to be noteworthy. They're not going to be recorded. Uh, I mean, we won a lot of championships with the Rays because Derek Thompson was unselfish. He would get up there in the playoffs – with two people on and he would sit there and watch eight balls go by just to pass it to Paul. So, you know, that's not something that really gets noticed. I remember the Yankees, their first championship, I think Scott hit a walk-off home run, but the only reason that I re- that happened was because I think Sam Bakula took a huge walk where he had a chance to tie the game. And instead of, you know, thinking it was his moment, he took a step back and, drew a walk and then I think the next batter was Scott he had a walk off two on home run so a lot of the a lot of the bats that when you these things aren't seen um it's it's things that people don't really realize like if it's 7-0 in the playoffs waste a pitch and then don't swing I mean you'd be shocked how many people will be 7-1 in the playoffs have a close pitch and think that they need to hit a home run it's like this this even if it's right down the middle, the odds of it hitting the strike zone is gonna be less than fifty if the count's seven to one. So just take it for the team and then go after the next pitch if it hits. Yeah. It's just stuff like that drives me crazy. Like it's very minimal things required to you know, to help your team. Yeah. Well, um with with the success of the Orioles and the Yankees this past year, right, and, and obviously the Orioles being a new team and everybody's talking about them, they make the championship in their first year and they've got this star-studded lineup. Do you feel like people are sleeping on the Twins a little bit coming into this season? Everybody's talking about those two teams a lot. 
Um, no. I think the Yankees, rightfully so, are being talked about. Um, they've won, I think, two out of four. They're they they're, they're loaded up and down the lineup. Um, I think people know what they're getting with the Twins, just like with the Yankees. So the year we were ranked number one, it didn't really affect anything. Um, it'll be nice to not be ranked number one, but no, we it doesn't really matter. Okay, cool. Well, last question on the roster in general. Um, I'm sure we'll still talk touch on, touch on a couple guys, but or actually, yeah. Um, you've got two former MVPs, right? You got Corey. He won in I think 2021, and then Spencer, who's won multiple times. My question for you is, how do you keep Spencer's ego in check? <laughs> uh, I'm fortunate that Spencer and I have been best friends for a very long time, so I kind of have like. Um... I don't know, pass, I guess. I don't really, I don't, the Spencer ego doesn't bestow upon me. Okay. Spencer, Spencer has said many times in his life that I'm the only person who he can't instigate. So that's Spencer's goal, as I'm sure you're aware in life. His goal is to instigate, to push your buttons, to just, to just basically mess with you. Mm-hmm. And if you allow it to happen, he's going to continue to do it. And if you don't allow it to happen, he will stop doing it. Yeah. I don't think a lot of guys are built to to ignore it <laughs> in our league, which makes it a lot of fun. So well the first three years of knowing Spencer, you need to you need to learn that he's kidding. Yeah. That takes yeah. years to understand. Yeah. People don't people might not like him at first because it takes years to understand that he's kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's keep looking at this season a little bit. You guys are in the Cardinal Blinds and Shutters division um, with the White Sox and the Rockies. Um, so looking at that, you know, at that uh, division, what were your guys' thoughts when the, when the division draw happened with that division? Um, you like it? You dislike it? What, what do you think? It's a fair division. There's no bad teams anymore. So there's no, you know, you're not really hoping for anyone. The Rockies had a bad year that they're looking to respond, you know, respond for and then um the white Sox beat us last year i think we only played them once and they beat us so um they're a good team we know we're gonna get jackson we know it'll be uh you know two good games Mm -hmm. um hopefully one of them won't matter but um yeah they'll be in the playoff hunt so they're gonna want every win just like us yeah well, speaking of, you know, those games, uh, you know, you got the you have the White Sox on that Monday game. And when I was looking at your schedule, um, you know, obviously you're a top top tier team. So you only have to face the Orioles and the Yankees once. Did, did anything stand out to you about your schedule when it came out? I know you're a guy who pretty much you want to look for your six wins and then you don't really care about the rest of it. But did anything stick out to you when you looked at it? Uh, not really. There's a couple things that we always look for. We always want to get like the expos late in the day, mm-hmm. um, just for obvious reasons. Um, the morning they're like ready to go. Yeah, they're so, like, got them at nine thirty. So they're they're I would say their prowess is higher in the morning. Um, and then other than that, no, I mean. 
everyone's going to get a morning game. Everyone's going to have yeah. short breaks, long breaks. Yeah. One, yeah um, one thing, speaking of long breaks, I mean, one thing that was pointed out when we were doing our schedule uh, review when it came out was you guys have a seven-hour break. Now, everybody got breaks. Everybody got big chunks of time to get breaks this year. But you guys have a seven-hour break on Saturday. Do you think that's going to affect just anything for you all? I mean, you guys are pretty steady all the time, um, but that's a big break. Yeah, seven-hour break's long, but it's so long that it's not really – it's like not even a break. It's a complete reset. You can go home, shower. Take a nap. Do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. you can do whatever you want. Uh, I think the worst is like the, the three gamers. Like yeah, three games, that too. Three games in between. I think that's the worst. Yeah. Um, gives you enough time to go get food or something. But um, seven hours, that's great. I mean, that'll be fantastic to go home and shower and reset and come back. And yeah, I'm not complaining about that. Nice. Yeah, I think that was a big, I mean, I, I think we've talked about it on previous podcasts, but that was a big um, topic that coming this year was just giving as, as people's families are growing, pe more people are getting married, more people are having kids um, just giving bigger chunks of time, at least one day of the weekend to be able to either go home and spend some time with their families, like give their wives a break um, or even just not even that if they come to the field, but that way you're actually present and not kind of going in and out of a game all the time. So um, I, I think this is going to be good for the for the the league in the long term, especially again as everybody's families keep growing. As we all get older, at some point we're all going to have kids that are going to be wanting to play, and it'll be easier. But um, you know, uh, you were talking a little bit about the rankings earlier. I'm curious, where do you feel like you're going to get ranked, and then where do you think you should be ranked? I think we'll be two. We probably should be two. Okay. I think the Yankees should be one. Um. There's no reason they shouldn't be based off last year. Nothing's changed. Um, I guess the Orioles have an argument for two or three. Um, Orioles probably should have won the championship. So they would be, they would be uh, a fair two. I'd probably still put the Yankees one, but I mean, three at the lowest probably. Okay. Um. All right, so we're going to do a little bit of uh, predictions, okay? I want you to pick the division or the division winner for your division. I think we'll win the division. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And then pick the division winner for the other two divisions, and I'll read them out for you. Um, you've got the Orioles, the Astros, and the A's. Right, the Orioles. Yankees, Marlins, Expos. Yankees. Yeah. All right, now pick the two wild card teams. Mm, I would say the White Sox get back in it this year. Still on the wild card. And then I think the Marlins have a drop off year. Um, Rockies or Astros? I would say Rockies or Astros. I think the Rockies do better than people think. Yeah, it's just um, tough if you're picking yourselves and the White Sox to make the playoffs. Picking that third, yeah, team out of one division is tough to. to yeah, it's so possible. We it's it's we've done the math. It's possible. It's just never been done before. Yeah, you gotta just beat everyone else. Yeah, 
and have someone go 0-10. Yeah, you basically – each team almost basically has to split within the division and go 2-2. Two and two. Um, And then beat up – everybody has to beat up on the rest of the, the league. You need an 0-10 and a 1-9 team like the, that one year. Yeah. So, well, I mean, all of those teams – I mean, it's easy to make an argument for pretty much any of the, the teams – outside tier three to make the playoffs you can make an argument for almost anybody so just Mm -hmm. depends on who shows up and who doesn't so um all right well that's going to lead us into our hard hitter segment uh random questions some wiffle ball related some not just for funsies um first question what is the final record for the twins in season 21 um i'll say six and four this year okay Who is the team MVP for season 21? I'll say Will Ra. Nice. Is he going to get some at-bats this year? Yeah, he's going to bat a lot more this year. Yeah, let's go, Will. <laughs> um, What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Um, probably Sphere. Have you ever heard of the movie Sphere? I haven't. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, when I was a kid, I watched it and I absolutely loved it, and that was always my pre-recorded answer for my favorite movie. And then I watched it again, and I was like, "This is still my favorite movie." So <laughs> it's a it's a kind of mind fuck movie, but that's all right. Old. I'm down. I'll go check it out. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, who's gonna lead the league in home runs this season? Mm, I think Luke Bakula. Luke Bakula. Luke Bakula, big year, I think. If he leads the league in home runs and they don't make the playoffs, that means everybody else sucks. He's been a top three MVP. Dude, he's I think he was picked to be uh, you know, he's like the front runner, you could say, or he's the guy who everybody's like, if there's gonna be a new MVP, it's gotta be Luke. He's gotta be the guy. A couple of years ago, it was Monday morning and they were debating Luke or uh, Gus for MVP. And oh, of course Luke had a bad Monday game. and he lost it. So oh, okay, okay. He's possible. He's he's capable of it. Yeah. Um who's your favorite team to play against? Favorite team to play against. Um probably the Rockies, honestly. Okay. Um, I guess me personally <clears throat> go way back with the Rockies. Right. The Rocky four. Um and as many heated battles as we've had, we've never had controversy. We've never had arguments. Yeah. I'm uh, friends with all of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, even when Brett was on the team, especially when Brett was on the team, I mean, just no hate. It's fun. It's going to be a good game. They, they, they fight hard. I mean, they do everything right. Yeah. Definitely Rockies. Yeah. You both have a bit we're, of a stuff. We're okay losing to them, you know? Like, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, you've had so many battles, you know, you, if you lose, I'm sure it's a good game and it's, you know, you just chalk it up to like one of those things. Like it just wasn't, this one didn't fall to us. So yeah, we used to root for them to win. We used to root for them to win when it used to be like us and the Rockies going back and forth every year. Yeah. When we would get eliminated, we would, we would definitely root for the Rockies. Nice. Well, we get to see, you guys get to see them twice this year. So we can all look forward to that in the stands. So, um, where's your favorite place to get breakfast during the weekend? Mm, 
if I'm going out, I love the shack. Yeah. I love the shack. I hate the people, not the not the quality of people, just the quantity of people. Yeah. Um, but that's a necessary evil to go to that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, my barometer for restaurants is how full I am when I leave. And the shack never disappoints. They, yeah. I will leave full no matter what I order at the shack. Yeah, that's a solid place. I think I went there one time and a guy ordered two boiled eggs and a salad. And I was like, you're kidding me, right? This is an indulgement place. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. This is a once in a month kind of place. Yeah. Um, who's going to lead the league in strikeouts as a hitter in season 21? As a hitter, um, it'll be a four person lineup and probably someone at the top. Um, I'll go with uh, Ty Butler. He led the league one year in strikeouts. All right. Um, and I know he won't watch this. Yeah, that's probably true. I'll have to ask him at the seasons. Hey, have you <laughs> seen any of our podcasts? No, I don't <laughs> podcasts. Um, what's the official drink of the twins? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Nice cold water, I guess. Oh. I don't know if we have one. I mean, I would say whiskey, but that's just me personally. The rest of the team probably <laughs> chugs on beers. That's why I'm drinking whiskey tonight. Yeah, but whiskey's tough on uh, Memorial Weekend in the baking sun. Yeah. <laughs> Sweating your ass off. Yeah. It's, it's more of a relaxing enjoyment kind of beverage. It's good for the evening, like once your games are over, for like the festivities and all Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah, once yeah. the games are done for us, then yeah, I'll drink some whiskey. Yeah. Um, all right, boys not out for the twins. What's on the agenda? Uh, we're going to the casino. Nice. The racetrack. Nobody has said that yet. Oh yeah, racetrack or casino. We're not going out. We're not. We're not going to any type of nightclub or anything like that. We're going to the casino, probably the racetrack. See, and we'll probably stay there. Nice, nice. <laughs> all right, and who wins the championship in season twenty-one? Uh, I'll say the twins. All right, let's take it back. Let's go. Second team to say the Twins, by the way. Nice. Yeah. Marlins? No. Oh, nice. Oh, Yankees, for sure. It was was yours truly. Oh, thank you. We'll take that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anyway. Hope you're right. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, that's going to do it. This guy, guys, this one's a bit of a short one. We crammed it into some time here. So, um, lot, basically all the same info, just a lot faster. So, um, you guys will see Chris at the blur in a couple weeks. Just stay tuned. Everything's going to be great. He's going to go back for gain his crown as the platinum hands winner again. Um, and all of that. So real quick, again, I want to thank the 1356 public house also cardinal blinds and shutters for sponsoring the division um stay tuned again we got more captains interviews coming uh power rankings fantasy wiffle ball season preview all the fun stuff is coming and we are right around the corner to memorial day so we'll see you guys soon thanks chris thanks brian